You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. Every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big David Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls. Shoot us an email or uh, uh, at LockedOnBulls at gmail.com or a text or a voicemail at 331-979-1369. Just a quick reminder, y'all, before we get into today's topics, that the NBA draft is just 10 days away and you should keep an eye out for that Locked On live draft show. The NBA go- draft goat, Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host, Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host, John Corrales, will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today to watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, Big Dave, uh, some stuff to get to today. We've yeah. got Game 6 on deck, a potential closeout game for the Milwaukee Bucks, who have rallied from down 0-2 to take a 3-2 lead in these NBA Finals. And then after our Finals talk, we're going to get into that silly report over the weekend uh, from Matt Moore of Action Network saying that the Bulls are, A, going to be, quote, big spenders in free agency, <laughs> and that B added the name Kyle Lowry to the point guard target mix for mm-hmm. our Bulls. So we will dive into all of that. First and foremost, Big Dave, how are you? And did you enjoy that awesome game five on Saturday night? First of all, I'm, I'm beautiful, Matt. Hey, everybody. Nice to see y'all. Um, Man, Matt, that is what you watch sports for when <laughs> you watch game five. That is what you watch it for, the back and forth and then the fourth quarter. It's been like that the last two games, you know, just the push and the pull and nobody wants to give an inch and every bucket is being responded to by a bigger bucket. And then you just like, well, it's got to come down to just that one play. And it came down to that one play. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. We had the block in game yep. four. And then we had the dunk yes. in game five. I, as we were all watching that uh, play out, the Bucks got a stop and were protecting, uh, you know, a small lead, but a lead and the shot clock off because there was less than 24 seconds on the fourth quarter game clock. And so everybody was thinking, okay, if, if the Bucks just get that rebound and then protect the ball, get it across half court, and then just either play keep away or take the foul, the yep. intentional foul that you would anticipate Phoenix to do to send Milwaukee to the line, hit your free throws, game over. No. Drew Holiday and Giannis <laughs> say, okay, we got ourselves a little transition opportunity uh, developing here. Yeah, Holiday throws a freaking haymaker that looks like it's going to get lost in the rafters of the Sun Stadium. And Giannis, being the freak that he is, goes up and gets that, flushes down a two-handed alley-oop dunk while getting shoved by Chris Paul for a three-point play. Game made, 3-2 series lead. I 
I I am running out of words and 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 points of phrase and exaggerations to talk about just how good Giannis is in these finals coming up huge in these clutch moments. Yeah, it's starting to get dumb. <laughs> like it really is. And I love what he's doing as far as critics are concerned. Because one of his main criticisms was he can't shoot a jump shot. Um, that's one of them. And what he's showing is, you know what? Don't really need to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just give me the ball and I'll go do Giannis stuff. And that's all you wanted to see. Like, uh, my, my co-host uh, for Ball on Bulls, Chris, says it looks like the Bucks fixed Giannis. They basically took the ball out of his hands and said, don't dribble it up the floor like we had you doing. Just go inside, set a bunch of picks for everybody else, find yourself a nice, uh, carve yourself out a nice portion on the court and dominate that <laughs> and go to work on that and eat and eat and eat and eat. Just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Wait, wait. I worry what you just heard was give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was. Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you understand? And that's what he's been doing. It has been just so impressive to watch. And the second thing, Matt, is the free throws. Like everybody's talking bad about his free throw shooting. He has hit them when they have counted. He, you know he did what I mean? He missed a couple late in that game five. He did. He did. He missed, and he missed that one after the, the alley oop. But what did he mm-hmm. do? He went up and he got the tip. Right, and which was brilliant basketball because he was like, uh, I just missed this free throw. Let me not get the rebound. Let me go ahead and tip it out to Drew Holiday, who was a better free throw shooter than me or Chris Mills. Yep. one. Yeah, better it was free huge. Throw huge, colossal. But yes, he missed those. But it's just the fact that he has been hitting them, especially when they do the countdown. It's to the point, Matt, where I know when he's going to shoot it because it seems like he's using that countdown to time his own thing. Because if you notice, when he gets to 10, that's when he shoots. And they were working. When he when it had gotten to before 10 and he shot it, he had missed them. I noticed that last game. So I'm like, oh, Giannis is kind of timing this now. But now he won't have to worry about that going home to game six. He can just do it how he wants. But what a game, Matt, by Giannis, man. His stats have been just astronomically stupid. They've just been amazing to watch. Just amazing to watch. Truly. And, and you know, not only has Giannis been – just otherworldly, but in these games that the Bucks have now been able to win to take control of the series, they stole home court finally uh, away from Phoenix with that road yeah. game win, uh, game five win, and they can close it out at home. So now the pressure's on them a little bit to close out at home because you don't sure. want to go back to sure. Phoenix for a game seven. No, but don't. not only is Giannis doing this, but Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, man, I mean. Chris Middleton, 29-7-5. and five. Drew Holiday had 27 and 13 dimes and three steals and a block. You know, Holiday just showing it on the defensive end. The, the strip uh, of Chris Paul, you know, in, in that previous game, late in the game, he's been hounding Chris Paul. He's been hounding Booker when he's been on him. Yeah. The, the, the question of whether or not the, the Milwaukee co-stars slash role players would step up in this three-game stretch where they have – taking control of this series, their role players are outperforming Phoenix's role players. Oh, without question, Matt. And I I had said after game um, three that Phoenix should have been concerned because even though that after game three it was a 2-1 series, I hadn't seen the Bucs have that game yet. 
You hadn't seen it yet. I saw Phoenix have it. I saw Chris Paul have his game in game one, and I saw them have that game in game two when they couldn't miss a three-point shot. They were unreal. But I hadn't seen the Bucks have their game yet. And and that, by that, I meant everybody puts it together. And you saw them all put it together in game five. Dude, when it was, what, 37-21 after the first quarter, and Giannis goes to the bench, they lost their minds. Drew Holiday lost his mind. He was out there scoring from the first corner. I believe he hit the first bucket of the game, if I'm not mistaken. But he was out there. Dude, when he got that ball, Matt, and he brought it down and stepped and got the rebound and stepped back for the three-point shot in that fourth quarter when it was 80 to 75 and he stepped mm-hmm. back for three. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah. I, I don't know what you're gonna do today, guys. This is gonna be a tough one because this dude is confident today. It's like uh, he had just been waiting for that moment. In in the NBA finals, Matt, you know, it's just all about the team that has the moments. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the Bucks have had the most moments, honestly. They have had the moments, man, that has happened. Um, I didn't realize how impactful it would be with Sarge going out, but it has been. It's It's been been a big loss for them. Yeah, because you needed another size and you realize, oh, God, Kaminsky is terrible. (laughs) He can't play out here. Kaminsky shouldn't be on the floor. And it's causing Aiton to have to play more minutes uh, and do more things. Chris Paul, man, and listen, he hasn't been great, but I'm not taking anything away from Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday has been in Jersey. Okay, and it's been a right. problem for him. So, yeah, the Bucks are putting it together, and I do expect them to put it together in, in game six. I really do. Yeah, I mean, the question now is, you know, you had another 40-point night from Booker. You had 20 and uh, – you had a 20 and 10 uh, double-double from CP3 with points and assists. You had a 20 mm-hmm. and 10 double-double from Aiton with points and rebounds. Uh, and your other two starters, Crowder and Bridges, did each have – you know, at least double-digit scoring, not much from from the Suns bench, but also not a big night from the Bucks bench. So if you're if you're Monty Williams, who everybody thought kind of had the upper hand as far as coaching advantage over Budenholzer, given the Bucks struggles earlier on this postseason and last postseason, now if you're Monty, like what do you, what do you do differently yeah. in Game Six to try and keep this series alive? Go back to Phoenix for Game Seven. I mean, listen, Matt, the the Suns shot what. Like 60% from the field yeah. <laughs> and about 50% from three and lost. And they had a guy who scored 40 again <laughs> and they and they lost. That is crazy. Like, like you're seeing things that you've never that doesn't equate to losing. You know they what I mean? Shot 55% from the field. They shot 68 and a half percent from downtown. Insanity. <laughs> it's insanity. Because Bridges was going crazy. He was hitting all kinds of threes from everywhere. I mean, it was crazy watching that, man. But I don't know, man. But and and again, shout out to Bobby Portis, man. Bobby Portis came up huge, Bobby, huge. Bobby Bobby, 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 Bobby. He was colossal in Game Five, man. I mean, just the shots he hit, that offensive rebound scrum he had, where he was in there with mm-hmm. Aiton, and he just got mm-hmm. that ball and the and one, and then put up the muscles just to let you know what's going on. All I saw was contract when I saw that. I was like, that brother is getting a check. So, yeah, man, he has been very instrumental, and it was just very good to see that. And Chris Middleton, oh, my God. (laughs) The disrespectful shots he's hitting on these people. I thought he was about to kill over and go to sleep sometimes because he looked so tired. And he was like, no, give me the ball, crossover, step back, in your face, jumper. 
I, I, the, the fact that in game five, Middleton still managed to shoot a, a little over 50%, 12 of 23 from the field, <sighs> which are like crazy. in today's crazy true shooting percentage numbers that we see some of the most d- dominant offensive players and their insane efficiency, Zach Levine among them, Hello. even still shooting over 50% with the level of difficulty that yeah. Chris Middleton has on these shots where like he's just guarded straight up. He's yeah. got a guy in his face and he's just yeah. hitting these shots anyway. Man. It's crazy. Scary. It's so Can't scary. Wait. Can't wait for game six. Man, I'm excited. Uh, Big Dave, we got some bull stuff to get to, including the latest reports of the Bulls uh, free agent targets, uh, which, you know, free agency is right around the corner. Before we do that, would you like to regale our Locked on Bulls listeners with uh, stories of potential earnings if they use rockauto.com? Gather around, kids. Gather around. Get your pets. Gather around. You know what you're here for. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Now, with the ever-increasing numbers of making models, it's impossible for your local chain and auto parts store to stock up on the parts that you need. Now, why even endure and go through this pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning? Was your Odyssey in LX or in LA? What kind of oil do you need? 5W30 or 10W30? You don't know. And while you wait, the person behind the counter is sitting there counting their own money and eating donuts and chilling by choosing the brand which their warehouse happens to carry? No, no more. We will not do that. You have computers with access to the one and only rockauto.com at home and in your hip pocket. Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Reliably and reliably low prices for every single customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and yes, even new carpet. What you're going to do is you go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that are available for your car or your truck. And write in, this is what you do, this is the most important thing, write in Locked On on their how did you hear about us box so they know that matt and dave sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need r-o-c-k-auto.com rock auto ah, bellissimo. <laughs> all right we got to talk bulls free agency rumors this latest one came uh, over the weekend from Matt Moore, uh, formerly mm. covered the NBA for CBS Sports. He is now with the Action Network, and he put out a column um, on Saturday with his intel from a few teams, including our Chicago Bulls. In case you didn't see it, here's the simple breakdown from Moore's report. The Bulls are expected to be big spenders in the free agent market, particularly at the guard position. They have $24 million in non-guaranteed salary between Thad Young and Tomas Adaransky, a $3 million team option on Ryan Archidiakono, and much of the roster are restricted free agents. Four names are tied to Chicago. Kyle Lowry, hey Dennis Schroeder, Lonzo Ball, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Chicago wants a playmaking point guard next to Zach Levine. The Bulls had extensive talks with New Orleans about ball trade at the deadline, but weren't able to reach a deal. Lowry will be the toughest get. Philly, Miami, and New Orleans are among the expected suitors for Lowry. The Pelicans would have to find a taker for Bledsoe to make such a deal happen. Boom. So there's that report from Matt Moore, Action Network, over the weekend. 
Let's let's start with this, Big Dave. Uh, just generally speaking, saying that the Bulls are expected to be big spenders mm-hmm. in free agency. Most of what Bulls fans have been hearing since the season ended, and we are just waiting and waiting and waiting for free agency, is yeah, they're kind of up against it. And you know, like they got Zach's contract looming in the in the very near future, and they don't really have a lot of flexibility having brought in the Vooch contract, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we know how the Reinsdorfs can be when it comes to their ducats. So mm-hmm. what do you think about this report that seems to deviate from, eh, it's going to be tough for the Bulls to spend big this summer to, yeah, no, the Bulls are going to spend big this summer. What do you think about that? <laughs> that is something. It's something we're not used to hearing, uh, like for, uh, for the reasons you just said. I'm, I'm more so used to hearing it from my baseball team than I am from for the Chicago Bulls. Um, but, it, but it makes sense. And, and that's what I like about the article. I thought it was backed up with some lie, like, oh yeah, Sadoransky and, and the untradeable, uh, that is young. That's crazy. Like, like, okay, you can have a move now. Archie Diacono, I, I think of all the three names he mentioned, I think he's the first one that's going to go. Like, I mean, that, <laughs> that, that's, that's 3 million. The bulls get back in their pocket right yeah, there. Yeah. Done. Right. You're, you're done. Like, thank you. You know what I mean? As and we much love, as we love Archie, as we much love as we love Archie. Archie. We love some Archie, bro, but we understand this business. Yeah, and I'm sure he does. <laughs> and I'm sure he gets it too, man. And the fact he even got some millions out of this league says a lot about him, honestly. Oh, yeah. That dude works hard. And you you like having a guy like that on your team. And I hope he continues uh NBA career because he deserves to. Um, but yeah, I think that money is, is step one. I think honestly think Sadoransky will be step two. Because if your if your main thing is you're trying to get a point guard. Okay, so you get a point guard, and then you got Kobe White. Like, what are we doing with Tomas? Um, so I think you go go ahead, and you're gonna make that move too, and and send him send him off on his merry way, and let his NBA career continue. That young again, I don't know about, uh, but of course I don't mind. <laughs> I don't I don't mind right. if you trade him and get that money and save it like that. But again, that's Zach's boy. You know what I mean? Like right. that's Zach's guy. You know what I mean? They are friends, bro. And you know the impact that he has here. Like, we ain't going to sit here and act like that. He's young, did not play well for the Chicago Bulls last year. He did. He played very well and was one of the bright spots, you know what I mean, including uh, bringing out the greatness in Stacey King, you know, like, including bringing out the greatness in him by coming up with Magic Johnson. Just an amazing nickname. So, yeah, he had a great season for the Bulls. Um, so I, he's the he's the one wild card, I would say, Matt, that I don't know about. But I think Sato... And and especially Archie are the guys you're going to make those moves for. Now, here's the other thing, I, and, and I would rather hear you talk more about this, is the restricted free agents he had said that the Bulls have on this right. team. Like that, was, that, that struck me, too, because I didn't think about that. Did that cross your mind? Because that didn't cross my mind at all. Well, yeah. I mean, so most notably, you're talking about Lowry, right? Yeah. yeah. Expiring contract, restricted free agent. Bulls have, you know, bird rights to Lowry. Um, and that is the big decision they need to make if they want to clear more space. Uh, the other one being uh, uh, Daniel Tice, you know, who's kind of a name that like we right. talked about a lot at right. the back end of the season because he was such a productive player, uh, like stole Lowry's starting spot by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, and is a guy that maybe because of how good he is and the fact that there are teams around the league with money to throw around this summer that he might be too expensive to keep. I, I would not anticipate the Bulls keeping Thad and keeping Daniel Tice, especially if we are also going to bring over Marco Simonovic uh, from, from overseas and give a roster spot to that guy in the front court. Um, 
So there are some decisions to make there. But, you know, I I think as Matt Moore was framing it in this report, there are ways for the Bulls to free up lots of cap space if they want to with, okay, partial guarantee to Sato, thanks, bye-bye. Partial guarantee to Thad, thanks, bye-bye. Maybe you sign and trade Lowry, or maybe you just let him sign offer sheet and walk. It would be Mm -hmm. hard to see that be the way that Lowry's tenure ends and getting nothing for him. But it's certainly possible that that's what happens. But the silver lining of that is, hey, we don't have to pay Lowry. Here's some money at our disposal. Um, you know, obviously Aminu's tough. Unless they can find a way to move that contract, he's going to eat up. You know, over uh, above ten million this next season. But hey, guess who's eight millions about to come off the books? Felicio, bye bye. Takina, bye bye. Okay, bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Are they all gone? Is, there, is everybody gone? <laughs> huh? Good. There are ways that the Bulls can free up some money. And it's just a matter of how they want to use it. If mm-hmm. at, in our previous episode, as we were discussing, do they want to take care of Zach right now? So they don't have to worry about unrestricted free agency a year from now. They can restructure and extend his current deal and do and use the money that way. Mm-hmm. Or... They can go and spend big and, as Moore pointed out, as we all have been talking about, spend big at the point guard position. Yeah, the position of need. That's that's the one you truly, truly need and you've got to have, which is why all these names have come up. Um, Now, talking about these names, Matt, uh, what do we got? Kyle Lowry, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Lonzo Ball. Dinwiddie and Lonzo. Dinwiddie, thank you. Um. I guess the one name obviously stand out is Lonzo Ball. That's that's the name that doesn't surprise anybody at all. Um, the most surprising name for me was Schroeder. I was like looking like, what? Like, no, nah, I don't I don't know about that one, bro. Like, I don't think the Bulls are looking at Schroeder to, you know, having money issues and then paying this dude all the money he wants. Like, I, that doesn't make any sense at all. So I'm I don't say, see that I'm happening. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a hard pass for me. Hard pass. Yeah, I, I agree. And I like Schroeder, but honestly, and he, and he played with Billy Donovan, but that's a hard pass, honestly. I, I'm I don't think he fits in nicely with this team and what they're trying to do. Uh, I think Lonzo fits perfectly. Um Spencer Dinwiddie is a guy who's shown you he's a he's a gun for hire. He he told he's trying to get his money. Cause who would have thought he'd be here in, at this point in his NBA career? And he's just had this injury. So I know he's like, yo, man, it's time to, you know, kind of set myself off with some money. Mm-hmm. So I am not mad at him at all. Uh, but the name, Matt, Kyle Lowry, that is the name there. Kyle Lowry. I, I've always liked Kyle Lowry. I, my nickname for him is Biscuit. I've always called him Biscuit because he looked like he was a, a biscuit away from about 300 pounds. But he he's my guy. I've always liked Kyle Lowry, man, and the way he's played because it's so under the radar, but it's so important. Uh, when he gets hot, I mean, it's, it's a wrap. <laughs> you can forget right. it. And, and also just being a great facilitator and a solid defender. Like he does all sorts of things, but he's at the A. I believe he's 36 now and 35, 35, excuse me. Yeah. And so he's at 35 and turning 36 in the 21, 22 season. So he is definitely at that age where this is my last go round to get some big money. And I've already got, I've already done everything I've needed to do in this league. I've, I've gotten all-star appearances, the all NBAs and I have a ring. So the only thing left to do is to get paid and get my money. Girlfriend's going to get paid. So I think that's the main focus for Kyle Lowry, and it's a good focus. But but he can still help your team. 
I don't see the Bulls being that team that gives him that kind of money that I think he's going to get or kind of command. I think teams like Philly, like he mentioned Philly, I think that's a team, you know, it's too good of a story, you know, for your hometown guy to come home and finish his career out there. And what, while the team is kind of ascending, you know what I mean, being a top three team in the conference. Right. I think, it, I think it's, it's written too well for it to be, you know, him ending his career in Chicago. I really do. I think I think it's just written way too well. And I just think he's going to cost a little bit too much that the Bulls are willing to pay. Like, it's just going to be a lot of money. If we, if Schroeder's going to command some money, you know Kyle Lowry is, for goodness sake. So, yeah, I don't I don't see those two things as a fit. Of those names, I'm just still looking at, at, at Lonzo Ball, man. That's that's the only name I see. I'm like, yeah, that, that's the one that makes sense. Yeah, those are, those are some interesting thoughts on Lowry, and I want to talk about him a little bit more and, and look back at his contracts that he's had with Toronto, as as you mentioned it won't. It, he won't come cheap uh, no. when it comes to maybe throwing Lowry into that category of Bulls point guard free agent targets. Uh, before we continue our Kyle Lowry convo, though, wanted to take a quick break to tell y'all about Bet Online, which is the fast and easiest way to mm-hmm. bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. Second half of the season, post All Star break, you can track all of that action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs: Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL even UFC and MMA fights. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. We've got Game 6 of the NBA Finals on deck. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to throw some money at the Bucks <laughs> closing this series out because I would love to see it, and I'd love to make a little bit of money doing it. So who do you got in Game 6 for the NBA Finals? Go sign up for an account at Bet Online and put some money on it. Put your money where your mouth is and make watching sports more fun. Head to that Bet Online website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON at sign up. So sign up for an account, put 100 bucks in there. Bet Online is going to give you 50 extra dollars to play with if you use promo code LOCKED ON at sign up. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so Dave, you were just talking about Kyle Lowry and the fact that he won't come cheap as this is maybe the, you know, the last time he's going to sign a contract where it's not just, hey, you're still a veteran kicking around. Will you take the vet minimum or a mid-level exception as a Mm -hmm. former star who's aging out? But he's going to cost some money. So interestingly, and, and we are recording this episode on Monday early afternoon. This just came across my Twitter feed, Big Dave. So let's let's just jump right into this. All right. This is from the one and only Mark Stein, who is one of oh. five NBA Twitter people who I have alerts set for 24-7, 365. This is true. Stein says, there is rising buzz. New Orleans plans to enter the race for free agent to be Kyle Lowry. There will be mm. several Lowry suitors. It's clear why the Pels, desperate to help Zion Williamson reach the playoffs, would want in. So Stein doubling down on the fact that Matt Moore from this report from the weekend said, yeah, the Pelicans certainly are a team that would be interested in Lowry services, especially if they let Lonzo go elsewhere. If Philly and Miami being two other major suitors, and those are two playoff teams. You know, Miami, obviously disappointing first round exit, went to the finals last year, though. Philly, Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens with the whole Embiid-Simmons thing, but you got to imagine that they like the idea of pairing Kyle Lowry with Joel uh, with Joel Embiid while he is an MVP frontrunner in this league. Yeah. But then it comes down to cost. 
Yes. Kyle Lowry might want to go chase another ring. He's got the one in Toronto. He might want to chase another ring and might be willing to take less money to do so for a team like Miami or Philly. But so he he did a one year this past season, a one year 30 mil deal. Kind of like, you know, the the second three-peat MJ who was just doing one year contracts for 30s of millions. Obviously, inflation-wise, that was crazy. And Jeez, one year 30 for an all-star this year is like, like oh yeah, that's about right. But so before that, his big payday came from 2017 to 2019. When spanning those three seasons, it was a three-year, $100 million deal. Mm. So that's that, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's, you know, no. 33 and a third for three straight seasons kind of mo- That's big money. Before that, four years, 48 from 2014 to 2017, when the dude was like legit all-star, bona fide all-star, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, he hasn't had that oh my God, eye-popping contract that some of today's all-stars are now signing, the True. maxes that younger stars are signing where you're getting upwards of $200 million, $245, 250000000 million. Lowry hasn't had that contract in his career yet. So I, I, I don't see him signing like a, you know, a four-year mega max deal because he's past his prime. Mm-hmm. What you know? I think it's going to come down to does Kyle Lowry want to get one more big payday or does he want one more shot at a ring? Because I don't see how he gets both, Big Dave. Mm-hmm. I think the only way he gets both, Matt, is Philly. And that's the only the only way I see it happening. Um, but if you're asking, if, if the question you're asking is which one, you, it's going to be money. <laughs> like I, I truly believe that. I truly believe Kyle Lowry wants the money. And I'm not mad at him because honestly, before that championship, we know how disrespected Kyle Lowry was. He mm-hmm. was truly disrespected as a guard in this league. People were like Kyle Lowry, they they were speaking of him like that, like Kyle Lowry, like, get out of here. Nobody took him seriously, honestly. Um, and shout out to Toronto for always believing in that band because honestly, they they made a nice home for him. So, but I've always liked Kyle Lowry. Um, I've liked his game and how he plays because it's very under the radar and unassuming, and he's very quiet. But he plays hard, and that's what, and that's why he stays in the league, and he scores. And you don't become an All NBA player without being good. That's just that's just the rules. <laughs> that's, just, that's how it goes. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one: no touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it. Now let's do this. So. I think with all of that, Matt, and to already accomplish something that nobody thought he would do in his career, especially during an era of LeBron James and against uh, uh, the era of LeBron James and the Golden State Warriors, pretty much, you didn't think Toronto was going to have that shot to do it. So the mm-hmm. fact that he did that and has already accomplished it, what else is there? If he's never, if right. he's never ever, like you said, Matt, you said he's never ever had that big payday. He's ne- it's never came to him like that. Well, it's time. He's about to get these checks. Those two boys he got are getting older every single day. It's time to pay some money for Kyle Lowry, and I'm not mad at him to go in and get it, honestly. Go get your money, Kyle Lowry. You deserve it. Yeah, so I didn't know this until I went and looked uh, at, at Lowry's stats and, and whatnot on Basketball Reference this morning. But So the 2021 season, he was not an all-star. And right. I'm thinking largely it was because he only played 46 games, so he missed a good mm-hmm. chunk of time. His, his production fell a little bit, but he still averaged 17, 7, and 5. Um, like, nothing to sneeze at. Nothing. Uh, 
And the the six seasons prior to that, so from 2014-15 to the 2019-20 season, he was an all-star every season, six in a row. Wow. Like, and and yes, it was from his late 20s into his early 30s, but that mm-hmm. prime, right? Those are your prime, prime years. And yeah. he was an all-star every year for six yeah. years running. Obviously, you know, context, easier to do in the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference, whatever, whatever. The dude was a six straight years in a row all-star. And as you said, hasn't really ever been paid like that. Some yeah. some people might think, oh, come on, three years, a hundred million? Like, that that's a good contract. Yeah, but it's it's not by today's NBA superstar standards. Correct. It's not. And it's Correct. crazy that it's not, but it's not. It's not. It's so not, he might and, be looking for that one final big payday. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind he is, man. He's gonna and and he deserves it, and I think he should get it. Now, you you were talking about uh, New Orleans because now I'm thinking about the fit of, of him if he goes to New Orleans, um, playing next to you know Zion Williamson, playing next to Brandon Ingram, uh, and those kind of guys. Um, yeah, I, I, of course you can you see the fit strictly because you know, it's Zion, Zion Williamson, like who does, who's not going to fit next to that. Give that big, huge man, the basketball and get out the way. But Kyle Lowry also brings something that always is a great part of his game, which is stability. And if it's anything, new Orleans needs, it's that because they underachieved last season. Um, they have a, you got two all-stars on your team and you don't go to the playoffs. Like for me, that's unacceptable. I, I can't accept that at all. Even in Memphis, Memphis had, you know, Jared Jackson and they had, you know, John Morant. Even though they had, didn't have Jared uh, for a lot of the season. Uh, but you still got those two guys who are all-star caliber guys. Uh, they go to, they've, they've been in the playoff hunt every, every year. Every year the John's been there, those past two years, mm-hmm. they've been in the playoff hunt. And to have an Uber star in the making in Zion and to not be there yet? No. A guy like Kyle Lowry will come in and bring that kind of stability and kind of settle you down. And make the game a little bit easier for those young guys who, honestly, Matt, they aren't used to winning right now. And he can bring that to a young team like that. Uh, but again, Kyle Lowry's out to get his chips. He's coming to get his money. All right. And that is crazy. Matt is right. By by those standards, that contract. <laughs> oh my God. That is no way. Guys are laughing at your contract. Okay. That's they like, oh man, I gave that to my daughter for Christmas. They, right. they are now laughing at your contract. So he is out to get his money, man, and, and he deserves to do it. So we'll we'll see. I think it's I really think it's Philly, though, Matt. I really do. I, I Philly certainly seems to make sense. Like yeah. he can he can stay in the Eastern Conference, but right. go to an, an an automatic contender. You yes. know, Philly, a team that's made deep playoff runs uh mm-hmm. in the la- each of the last several years. You got Embiid turning himself into a perennial MVP MVP candidate kind of player. Yeah. Um and, and if if the if the Sixers decide to do the Embiid Simmons divorce and they find a taker for Simmons and get off of that Simmons contract, you know, like obviously to make that work, they're going to have to take some money back, you know, yeah. in contracts. But there are ways in which they can shed that Simmons contract and make themselves be able to have at least a breath of financial flexibility compared mm-hmm. to where they are now, right? In a way that. Lowry coming on board and still getting something that he thinks is a fair salary is feasible. Not not easy, but feasible. Because Correct. it goes back to what you and I were talking about on an episode last weekend. Uh, and you know, I think it was with our pal John. It's like, it, it doesn't matter. 
we, you know, we talk about all of these, you know, numbers and, you know, uh, uh, I think of Matthew McConaughey at the beginning of Wolf of Wall Street, where he's talking, he's like, you know, very acidic above the eyeballs kind of shit, you know, mustardy kind of shit. Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a fucking worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. When you're talking about cap space, how does this work? How does that work? And restricted and unrestricted and bird rights. And it's like, it's wazzy. Yeah, it's wazzy. It doesn't matter. If a player whose name carries the weight like Kyle Lowry's does in this league wants to go to a team and that team wants him to come there, it gets done. In some way or another, it gets done. So... Do I think that the Bulls would be a front runner for Kyle Lowry's services, given that that is the most important element of all of this? I don't, because I don't see Kyle Lowry wanting to come to Chicago. He, he couldn't get a mega, mega contract here, and it doesn't present him with the most immediate chance of winning and contending for a championship. Yes, <laughs> it's really that simple. Yes, it's that simple. You can restructure and take away all the money you want to. You're coming to a team that is lesser. You're coming to a team further away from home and a team that won't be able to pay you as much as you could probably get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. All right. Thanks, Kyle. I love you, man. <laughs> we'll see you down the line. That's all you can say. You know, that's all you can really say. Do you think, and, and what a, honestly, what a mild slap in the face to Lonzo Ball is, you know what I'm saying, Matt? What a mild face. Yeah, we don't want to pay you all that money. Hey, Kyle Lowry, 35-year-old Kyle Lowry, yo, we going to give you this check. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's a mild slap in the face to Lonzo Ball there. But, you know, I, I mean, old players win. Young Ooh. players don't. Mm. I mean, it's been true forever. It's been true forever. Other than like mm. Kareem and Magic, right? And I guess to a certain extent, Kobe in the first Lakers three P when he was still, yeah. he he wasn't a rookie. Like no. he had been around. He played MJ before MJ retired, so it was, right. it's not like right. Kobe was a rookie when he won that first three P with the Lakers. But he's still fairly and Tim good. Duncan, Tim Duncan, and, and Duncan in '99 certainly. Right. But I mean, like, those are the exceptions, not the yeah. rule. Those are elite and people. <laughs> so that's why when, when you see Phoenix go and get a, you know, a 40-year-old Chris Paul, and you're yeah. like, really? Like, you got book. You got eight. Like, what do you – and you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> Old guys win. Yes. Young guys don't. Mm. Lonzo, what have you done? You ain't done shit. Cool, whatever you say, Slick, but I need to tell you something about all your skills. As of right now, they mean precisely dick. That's true. It's Kyle true. Lowry's yeah. got a chip. Chip. <laughs> He's got a chip. He's got it. And, and you don't. And you're right, man. He hasn't done it. Like, if you're looking at accolades, and we talked on the last show about Zach Levine's NBA uh, trophy case being dusty. Alonzo's <laughs> yeah. pretty dusty, brother. Like, what, what do you got? Oh, case. you sold a whole bunch of shoes, and then everybody who bought them realized they were crappy and awful? Cool. Kudos to you, sir. Made an album. <laughs> can't, can't say I've listened to it. If it's, I'm shocked. <laughs> if, if it's at least better than Denzel's, good for him.
Um, but that's a that that is a low bar, sir. Wow, that was the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. It's kind of like this, <laughs> it's, you know. It's kind of like that. Kinda I'll like be that. stacking paper, cuz paper. Cuss. <laughs> Sloppy like Joe. Come on. Sloppy like Joe. Come on. Oh, speaking of people who we don't have to pay next season. And <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Bye bye. Step into my office. Why? Because you're fired. Peace. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I saw going. somebody on Twitter this morning. I, I can't I think they tagged us or maybe the Locked All Bulls account. I and they, mm. I think they also tagged our pal Fred said, I'm gonna tell my kids that the Bulls won the 2016 championship with the you know regular season MVP and finals MVP, and it was just a picture of Denzel and Bobby Portis with the summer league trophy. Fred's <laughs> oh, oh, crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Dude, that, who can forget that? Who can forget and, that? But Denzel, most people would argue that Summer League doesn't mean anything. Well, the people who said that have never won the Summer League championship. You better say that again. How much you want to bet he sat back and had a stogie? <laughs> After that one right there. Like, I'm the oh, man. Yeah. I am the man. That's right. So glad. That, that, yeah. was the, that was the pinnacle of Denzel's NBA career. That was it. So, that's the, the guy. That's League. the guy. We, that was the guy we gave up Spencer Dinwiddie for. That guy. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what we let him for. for. I, I, can't, I can't wait to see which team's problem Denzel becomes this summer. Oh, it ain't going to be us. Ain't going to be this one. Him and Felicio out the door. <laughs> that way. <laughs> Get in the van. Get in the van. Oh, I can't wait to put them vans out on Twitter, man. I can't wait. Mm. Them vans are so ready. We're close, baby. We're close. close. We've got we've got one, maybe two NBA Finals games left. We've got Olympics, and then boom, August is right around the corner, and then it's free agency time, baby. Cannot Ooh. wait. Um, but in the meantime, check out our Locked On NBA draft coverage. Unfortunately, us Bulls fans don't have a first round pick because that's oh. conveyed to Orlando given the results of the lottery. But even still, if you're an NBA draft junkie, if you're looking for context to see, hey, what what do you, what are our uh, Central Division opponents going to be doing? What's Cleveland going to do? What's what's Detroit going to do? Go check out all of the great Locked On NBA draft coverage, including the Ultimate Mock Draft, the first of which several episodes is now live in your feeds. If you just go on over to Locked On NBA and NBA Draft, you can find that content easily. It's great content to get you ready for that NBA draft, which, again, is just 10 days away. We will be back again tomorrow with a fresh episode. We'll dive into some mailbag, so hit us up, 331-979-1369, or shoot us an email, lockedonbulls at gmail.com, or just hit us up on Twitter with your questions. Bulls underscore peck is me. Bow, B-A-W-L Sports is Dave, and we are at Locked on Bulls. For Dave, I'm Matt. Thanks for listening. As always, Bulls Nation, see red, be good. Peace out.